All right, welcome to the show. How are we? Good boys, what's happening? Oh my god, I'm, I'm ready to fucking release a record on this thing. Are you? Yeah, I like it. It's well, cool. why not? Here we go. I feel like AJ Productions. Frank Sinatra. I love it. You look like Frank Sinatra. Thank you. Thank you. You look like a DJ the way you were in that. You reckon? I know. I've got a bit. All right, we'll do it properly. Hold on. All right, yo, welcome to the show. What's going on? How are we? Good boys. Good what's boys. happening, AJ? You enjoying the podcast thing? AJ, what's I gotta have it like this. I gotta have it like this. AJ, what's your surname, bro? It's I can't it, say your surname. It's Papadados. Papadados. It's a very long Irish last name. Irish? No. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, bro, it's not Irish. So we've got AJ... Papadados. Papadados. And Adrian Khalil co-hosting me today. Welcome to the show, Adrian. Thanks, Joe. Is this your first time on? This is your first, first time, time on. on. I'm a virgin as well. Fantastic. Oh you, were nowhere, you were nowhere near a virgin. Man, we'll, <laughs> we'll get into that a bit later in the show, guys. What's happening, boys? Oh, man, you know, hustling, bustling. What's happening out there in Hustletown? Oh, I don't know. Um, I saw vibrators for a living. You saw vibrators for a living? Yeah, I feel like it is a confession box. It, yeah. is, it is a bit like a confession box. I saw, I saw vibrators for a living. Just a, 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 wait for the confession a bit later in the show. Don't scare everyone off yet. Well, wow, this is where people get we're intrigued. About, we're, a minute than, we're a minute and 30 seconds in, man. Don't scare everyone off just yet. We'll get there. <laughs> uh, we'll get there. But, um, mate, the podcast. Well, you know. It's yeah. up. It has, it has a feel to be on the other side of the table. It feels like, you know what, I feel more comfortable on this side. Do you really? Not much, not much of a talker, but... Um. You're not much of a talker? <laughs> Come on, bro. Nah, Who I are like you it. kidding, man? I like, you know what? I, li- I like it. I li- uh, to be honest, shocked, truth be told. Um, I, like, I like being on... I like you can't help but promote, can you? Nah, it's you always got, I reckon you're going to drop truth be told yeah, about actually, 25 you know what, times you know in the what, next You know what I've been doing? He was freaking out because he's like, oh, have you been plugging the uh, truth be told? I'm like, yeah. He's like, where? I'm like, I've been going on all the news sites. And every time they drop news things, you drop I, I drop the thing. Because our first one was Tongan Stan, uh, Tongan Stan, uh, Stan and Stan. John Ibrahim. So I've shocked that I put John Ibrahim as the first thing on the actual name of the that was a, That was a good episode, man. But You go deep, bro. How do you get so deep so quick? I was like two minutes into your podcast and I'm like, fuck, bro, where's this going? I, I, I think I got, actually, to be honest, I got a natural ability for people just to tell me. Yeah, you do. It's just like... I was, at, I was at a family friend's house the other night and mm-hmm. there was a lady there, not going to disclose names, but yep. she's 40, three, uh, three kids, very like classy thing. Mm-hmm. Within five minutes, she told me her whole sexual history. And I'm like, well, but that comes natural with you. Well, she turned around and she's like, fuck, how'd you do that? <laughs> yeah, bro, but, that, but that, com- that comes natural with you. That's part of you selling your product. You're able to get that out easy. I think like, look, I think, in, uh, I think that's a good thing. The thing that I love about the adult industry is not actually... Yep. The, the toys itself It's the ability To I, speak I, to I, everyone I, I can't believe They're called toys But we'll get there <laughs> Man, like, man I've seen toys I've seen toys Of toys are us These aren't toys man. But <laughs> You, know, you definitely but, saw Some good ones When I was on FaceTime Today hey Bro today on FaceTime actually, Thank god I told you Not to bring them in Because if they made them On my table I know what we're Have you guys do. like Do edits where you Put photos up I'm no, having no, we're, not, we're, not, we're not putting any photos <laughs> Man, of I'm having to put photos up I oh, know I know But we're not putting Photos of those things up Put them up on your Insta man <laughs> I do You do I know I you do, do. No um, holds barred mate Bro so Truth be told One episode in Going good Ready to go to the 100th Yeah you will You will go there you I think the, dedicated like that I think the, fir- the first uh, well, We've already recorded And I, I think Truth be told Has been around for seven, Nine days We've already yep. recorded Four episodes Oh so you're going hard yeah, no. Nah, when when you're going to put me out of business. No, we don't compete. <laughs> we help each other. That's right. You know what I mean? Is that is that adult talk industry? No, nah, fuck, fuck my competitors. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it's all love. No, it's all love. Look, at the end of the day, I think the, the, the good, this is what I was saying to Kay, actually. The good thing about podcasts is it's not, night, it's not like nightclubs. So, for example, like if, you were, if we were to go out on a Saturday night, yep. you go to Marquee, 
you go to Ivy, I go to Compass. That's 25 marquee, 25 thing. thing. And like you lose that night. Mm. Not everyone's going to chop around unless they get kicked out. That's You've right. never been kicked out of Compass before, but. No, no, oh, he hasn't. No, no, he's never. Never, never. But how many times did you oh, kick him shit. out last year? Nah, I did. I wasn't there. All I just did was just there. I was like, I'm oh, not getting involved. That, in this, that's man. a whole nother podcast. I just wanted to say my story. Mate, James, James is that's also a, that's just a whole as bad. Podcast. James too. Hey, James. Um, James of the two is just, just as bad. <laughs> Let me just put it that way. We won't go there, but we'll keep that very confidential. All right. So you've seen a lot in the club game, huh? You kicked out a lot of these guys. Yeah. Look, there, there's 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 a lot that have been kicked out, man. There's um. I saw a lot. The club game, probably the club game taught me a lot as well. So, how'd you end up in the club game? Because well, I, I know, I know, I know you. I've known you to do two things since I've met you. I'm, I'm about four or five years now. I've known you. Yeah. Give or take. Compass. You smashed the compass. Your compass pop- was compass was the apprenticeship. Yeah. Oh, that was the apprenticeship. Wait for the podcast, bro. You. Oh, okay. Well, that one there, you look like you actually you owned that hard. Like, man, you you hustled that one good. And then I knew you in well the eggplant game. Mate, <laughs> still going? You're hustling dildos. That old, that old industry? They're called adult boutiques. Adult boutiques? Yeah. That's just the way you charge more money for it by calling Shots. it that. <laughs> no, we don't do that. We have competitive prices all around. Yeah, you go. No, the, the thing is, I don't like, look, there's, there's a general stigma when it comes to adult stores. You got like the real, if you walk into an adult store, you see dark, dingy, like, Scumbag behind the counter, shocked. Not me, but like <laughs> dark, dingy, like sleazy, very yeah. run down. No customer service. Um, I've been lucky in the sense that my mum's a like a very, very strong businesswoman. Yep. All the stores are designed as if they're actual proper retail stores, boutiques. Mm-hmm. They're not sleazy. Our staff are all trained to to be not sleazy. Yep. And it's just at the end of the day, you know, it's. If you've been in a mar- if you've been in a marriage for five years, ten years, fifteen years, oh god, where's this going? Babe, I'm just <laughs> explaining. Look, you're gonna you're gonna get over missionary. You're gonna get over all the usual stuff. So yep. that's where toys and stuff come in and spice up relationships. I think that I save I save sex lives. You save sex lives. I'm like a lifesaver for sex lives. Why don't you put that on your Insta uh, in your bio? I've got way too many things gonna go on that bio. <laughs> I'm gonna be truth be, truth be told. I save sex lives. So look, we'll get we'll get into the podcast, but you know the show is just hustle. So I want to get into the hustle. This is a very unique conversation for me because, man, I'm not going to lie to you. My wife actually messaged me. She said, don't do the show. But Why? I said, I said, this is a hustle. Actually? I said, this is a hustle. It's a real hustle. It's a good hustle. These guys are good operators. I said, so I want to hear what it's like on the other side of the counter. I've got a question. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, she walks past, every time she's in Westfield, she walks past Honey Birdette. My wife. 100%. My, no, wife, go, my wife goes to Woolies, the nail shop, the hair salon, and Toys R Us to get my son a real toy. Yeah, but she's got to walk past. <laughs> she's got to walk. She's got to walk. <laughs> and leaves. She's got to walk past. You, everyone walks past Honey Bird Debt in Westfield. Yeah, yeah, I know. We're essentially Honey Bird Debt, but like the. the but the triple X version. Nah. <laughs> they're very smart. They, they actually. They, do, they, do they sell the same product? Yeah, they sell, they, oh, they they? sell their own products. But they, they, they've, they do it in a way they're allowed to because they put it behind a wall. Oh, okay. So they show. I could be in Westfields if I really wanted to. You reckon? 100%. You Wait. just have to put it behind the wall. Okay. All right. out, out of sight, out of mind. But everyone's got dirty minds, so they end up at that wall. <laughs> well, that's a good point too, actually. Because, like, I always thought, like, the, the adult industry, like, you think, oh, what the fuck? What the? And when I tell people that... Right, I, I, honestly, I, I think like that. And when I first thought about this and we spoke about coming on the show, I think the first, at first when I thought about it, I go, man, this is going to be controversial to a certain degree. There's going to be... Nah, so there's really. going to be there's going to be some people who are going to find this really awkward and uncomfortable. No. But for me, I respect the hustle. I don't care about the product. This hustle that you guys got going on, 
what I can't get my head around is, bro, I come from a family business. Mm. I sell potatoes. <laughs> you, you sell dildos. I sell eggplants. You sell eggplants. So <laughs> what I'm curious about is how, do you, how does this start as a family business? So. Um, like that's something I reckon everybody. 20, 20, what are we now? About 22, 23 years ago. Okay, um, yeah, so what, 98-ish type thing? Yeah, probably yeah. Like early, oh, what was I, two, five, probably 2000s, early 2000s. Yep. My stepdad, um, South Africa revoked, so that's when South Africa South Africa revoked the law mm-hmm. to allow adult stores in Oh, so it was illegal? South Africa. Was it illegal yeah, in South Africa? in South Africa, Africa oh, okay. it was illegal, like completely illegal, big jail sentence, everything. So an actual jail sentence? Actual, proper. Wow. And the jails there, fuck, they've been. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't get locked up. Oh, you've been in jail in South shocked. Africa? No, <laughs> no. Nah, nah. <laughs> I'm shocked. I, mean, yeah. I, I actually went to the actual, when I was over there, because I went over there for six months to see my stepdad, because it goes back to the hustle. Mm-hmm. He actually, he flew, he would be, he'd live there six months of the year, yep. six months back here. At, yep. when he, so he capitalized on it, flew over, he was opening up a shop every three days. Come on. In South Africa? In South Africa. Every wow. three days. Bro, that's faster than McDonald's are opening stores. Exactly. So like, and what happened is he capitalized on the opportunity. Mm-hmm. And then later on, he came to think. And you got to remember back then as well, adult stores weren't how they are now, like boutiques. That's when they were like sleazy. Yeah, because it like, had that King's Cross vibe to it. Yeah, the, the, you know, it, not even King's Cross. Like, so how it would be now, let's say, with the camera facing. So like that painting there, Yep. let's say that's just a retail wall. Mm-hmm. That's all the toys. This rest of this whole room is all DVDs. Okay, so videos. DVDs and, and magazines yeah. were like, People were paying ridiculous amounts, $30, $40, for DVDs and stuff. Do people, do people still buy that stuff or it's just on the internet now? Look, I, I freak out because people still buy DVDs. Because you watch one every few hours. No, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Look, I have to keep up to you date have, with all the You have products. to check the stock. Nah. <laughs> um, they, they do it. They, people still watch the physical copies. I mean, yeah. again, most people don't really have DVD players anymore. That's true, yeah. I mean, the, 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 most, the closest thing they have to a DVD... Hey, as a PlayStation. Yep. Really, or an Xbox. Yep. Sorry, my bad. You're a, gr- you're a great podcaster, man. Sure. I'm talking into the mic. <laughs> well, my mic's normally... Anyway. Um, and now, what they've done... Like, now, because DVDs have died, yep. and the good, look, the good thing is, well, the adult industry, when everything goes to shit, like everything has now, yep. we go back to our basic necessities. Sex, yep. food, shelter, thing. We're humans. We're, we're animals as well. Everyone's going to have sex. So it's a business that will never die. Yep. I've actually heard this. In bad times, like, you know, what we're going through now, people start gambling more, drinking mm. more, and in your case, Having entertaining themselves more. But at the moment, it's kind of like a gift and a curse in the sense that, unfortunately, yes, everyone's like, oh, you must be busier. Yep. To a degree, but no, because, you know, two million people have also lost their jobs. That's right. So when, when, times, when times are tough, you pretty much allocate your resources towards important. And um, we're a discretionary item, mm. you know? Yep. Um. But back back then, so he was opening up. Back then, it was just all DVDs. Only I reckon eight nine years ago, they started doing more toys, 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 toys. Yep. And you'll be surprised, like you'll be like when people ask me, "What's your age range of people that come in, mate?" I've sold, I'm dying to hear this. I've sold, I've sold, I've sold. Someone toys is to so, eighteen. Someone is so going into an early coffin in this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> the oldest was ninety four. Come on, on God. Oh, you know why? Girl, mate. Uh, good, do, good. Am, I, am I allowed to tell it? Or we? Yeah, yeah. Oh, go. You got a bleeper? You're going to have a bleeper. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure that out. Don't worry. What, I think we've got one of these things, Adrian, isn't it? Oh. Hey, you know what's funny? I can't wait to see this. Po- <laughs> I can't wait to go. Joe's going to send me the YouTube link. It's going to be Joe's intro and then that's it. That's it's it. Blacked out. Just going to be blacked out the whole, the whole hey, thing. Thanks for being on the podcast, <laughs> mate. 
No, he, he was 94. He came in. All the gentlemen, I'm thinking, yep. what's going on here? Anyway, we start talking. He's like, look, my penis has died. What? What? Yeah, 94 years old. He's, he's lost. And I don't, I don't, look, the good thing is with my stores as well, yep. um, the stores I work in, it's all confidential. Yeah, well, that, I guess that would be very important, right? Very, very important. Yeah. Like, I, I see a lot of my customers around out mm-hmm. about, like, I have close friends, everything. I see celebrities that have everything. But I'll never, you can put me on a subpoena, you put, I'll never think. Because yeah. at the end of the day, it's confidentiality. That's someone's personal life. And that's why people feel so comfortable talking to me about it. Yeah, and I guess that, that's probably a big part of the success that your family's had, like, 20 years in this game. Yeah. Like, you'd have to maintain that confidentiality and... I can't, I can't imagine, like, if someone's in there, they're generally going to visit again. 100%. You know what I mean? So you, you got to remember as well, with, with um, adult stores, 85 to 90% of people that walk in are mm-hmm. looking to buy. Yeah, well, you're not, you're not window shopping, are you? No, they, no. They, they, know, they know they're looking for something, and if it's their first time, um, they know that they're going to, like, either buy something or look to buy something. Okay. And then it's, it's your job as, you know, the staff to we – don't, we don't sell products. We educate. We may, we, oh well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Not like that, you see. What do you mean you're educated? What do you mean you're educated? Anyway. And this, this is a whole nah, nother nah, podcast. Nah, nah. <laughs> 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 this is just hustle nah, R-rated. No, nah, you know what? Look, people can learn from all types of industries. When, when you're versatile, agree, it's, yeah. not just, it's not just, you know, you, you can learn from everyone. You can learn from janitors, garbage cleaners, people that sell commodities. There's, there's, there's lessons to be learned. In everything, hundred percent. If you if you uh, if this was a frowned upon industry, which it is, sort of. Look, I think it's changing. That's the honest truth. I think the nostalgia around it's changing. I think older generations are a lot more private about their sexuality. The younger generations, not so much. No, you'll be surprised how many. I reckon my demographic is split along the split along oh, the range. Anyway, the ninety-four year old. We'll yeah, we'll yeah. Let's back. go back to this guy. This guy. This guy yeah. seems like he's a cool guy. The ninety-four year old. His penis passed. Uh, his penis passed away. Rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> Gen- I, I, honestly, he was true love to me. Did you go to the funeral? I thought, no, nah, mate. Come on. Man, I, I, I know why she didn't want you to do I it. I'm the sensible good, one. I that's good customer service. <laughs> mate. Anyway. And he's like, look, I still want to make love to my wife. My yeah. wife, you know, is, is there anything? Things. So I sold him a strap on. You sold him a strap on? Yeah, 94 years old. And I, I thought he was like one of the greatest love no- uh, stories since Notebook. So this is Notebook 2. <laughs> this is the. Well, this. <laughs> It's notebook ninety four. Ninety four. Well, there you go. He's like, man. I was like, Could right, I we're, this, we're going to get distracted a lot in this conversation. So let's go back to the hustle. So, we're from, three so, hours. so your stepfather lands from South Africa, opens up stores here. So what happened to the stores back in South Africa? Still had them. He still had. He them. was from originally from here. Okay. And then he went to South Africa. Yep. Still had them. Met mum. Mum and him met because mum was mum was a hustler too. So what, back, was, he, what was your mum doing? Mum was a. a uh, sales manager for companies that sold the old DVD cases. Okay. So that's how they met because he was buying DVD cases. He was buying DVD. It was his rep. That, exactly. Okay. And that's how they, that's how they met. And she was, my, like I've learned all my hustle and all my work ethic has come from my mum and my dad. Yeah, that's cool. They both, like my mum to this day still works 100 hour weeks. My, my old man will do 50, 60 hour weeks. Like there's, mm-hmm. so I can't really have any excuses. Yeah. Like you can't, and I've never, like they've raised me to not be like a, what's I'm call it? Um, Lazy. Yeah, lazy, but also not everything. Like my, my personal belief is everything that they have, they're comfortable. Everything that mm-hmm. they have is theirs. Yeah. I'm yeah not, best I'm, way to think about that. I'm not waiting. Like and anything anything they give me, well, you know, whenever there's time, God willing, that it's longer later on down in life. Yeah. Is it's just a bonus. 
Yeah, you have to think that way. You, you know, can't count on someone else's hard work to. I know so you know, many people that like sit there and they're like, oh, waiting. you know, we're going to get this, we're going to get that. I'm like, fucking go fucking do something with your life. Like, yeah, yeah, they're counting the money before it's, it's not even their it's money. It's not even that, it's disrespectful. Yeah, it is like, disrespectful. It's, it's disrespectful. Like, that's, it's blood money in, yeah. a, in a way. Like, I don't care, I'll say it. It's, it's blood money, you know? Like, mm. you, you can't value, like, how are you going to value a relationship with someone if all you're thinking about is the dollars you're going to get when that person passes away? Yeah, that's, that's true. Like, that's blood money. That's true. So my view has always been that whatever they give me is a bonus. The, the most, and even that won't mean shit in comparison to the lessons and the values that they've given me. So do you think you learned a lot of your, your, your hustle lessons from? Oh, a thousand percent. Everything. Business, uh, business everything. Like a, th- a thousand percent. Like, if my, like I said, my, my old lady still does. She, if she wants, she'll do 80, 100 hour a week. Pull it off. Crazy. Three coffees in her hand. She's ready to go. See, and that's something which... I always, I always think about that because I come from a family business as well. Different, but same, you know, diff, different. Hu- look, same hustle, different product. <laughs> I love how we have to add the different. It's different. It's very hey, different. Same, same, t- look, hey, man, same I'm geographic. Not, I'm not going to lie, man. In my childhood, yours would have been a lot more exciting, bro. <laughs> you know, I'd, I'd, be, I'd be 10 years old and there'd be boxes of butt plugs in the, in the garage. You know, <laughs> Adrian, you should have went over. <laughs> um, so... A lot of people think, and look, I'm gonna do. It, I'm gonna do it my way. I don't care what anyone thinks. But a lot of people think if you have kids, getting them involved in a family business is wrong. They think it's you're forcing them to do a career that maybe they don't want to do. With for me, don't get me wrong. I didn't want to sell potatoes. I just wanted to hustle. I love. I love working. I love getting out there doing shit. So for me, I just think with my son, to a certain degree, it's going to be non-optional that he hustles with me a bit. And if he goes down a different road, that's cool. But I, like, I encourage it, being young, getting in there, doing the hustle with the family. But I guess what, what for you, was there, was there any sort of negativity around that? Like, did you feel forced into working or was it just nah. you were in there? So, like, to be honest with you, I, I love it and I hate it, in a sense. Yeah, it's true. Actually. Because you're right. you would know. You would know. You would yeah, know your yeah. man. Like, you love it because you're so close. Like, I, I speak to my old lady, like, probably like 10, 15, 20 times a day. Yep. But then again, you go home. And you're still talking about work. And you're still talking about work. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And you, you don't like, there's that sort of like, we're like, fuck, you know, and then you're like, you trip out a bit because you're like, fuck, I just want, I want that balance. I want my, I want my mum, but like. You can't have both, but. It's also like, you know, we speak about business and we speak about this and you're like, fuck. I, I honestly think up until I had my, I don't know, maybe it's a bit different for you, but for me anyway, up until I had my first kid, mm. which I've only got one and one on the way, but until I had my first kid, I don't think my parents and I ever spoke about anything other than business. And it wasn't it wasn't bad. It was just that that was the interest that we both had. Yeah. Like my father, we would never if I said to my dad, let's go play, you know, football in the park, which I would never say, I'd never had enough balls to say that. But if I did say it, he would look at me and say, well, How are you gonna make money doing that? So for me it was okay, well let's go sell potatoes. Like <laughs> see, that, see, that's that's like my old man. My old man's like but my my old man's like the funny thing is about my mum. And my dad, they're not together. But the funny thing yeah. about them is they're polar opposites. Oh, really? Po- when it comes to like business, polar. So my my when my mom and dad were together, my dad opened up a video, video easy. Your dad owned a video easy. Not any. He had two video easies, one in Kuji and one yeah. one in Bondi. So I grew up in Bondi and Kuji. So for anyone under twenty five, they were those things that used to be in boxes with a picture on it, and yeah. you used to put them in a box, <laughs> yeah. and that was Netflix in a box. But the, to be honest, like I feel like. It, it, every bit of every, everything in my life has led me to this exact point. 
Like it, it's funny. Think about it now. Like everything in my life has led me back to the just hustle. What I want to do. Shock the just hustle. And truth be told, on TV. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but every, everything. Everything in my life has taught me something. Like I was actually thinking about it the other day. Like I used to sit in the video shop because my dad yep. was. He's a notorious worker. Like he would work it himself. He doesn't like mm-hmm. he. He would do 12, 15 hour days. He, he used to have me in the video shop. Lucky he had all the. You know, back then how they had the internet cafes. Yeah, yeah. He'd have an internet cafe in the Bondo one. So I used to play games. Or I'd watch yeah. videos in the back. So if someone wanted to come in and just jump on, I didn't even think it was YouTube back then. It was Yahoo mm. or Alta Vista or something. I can't even remember. So they would come in to jump on Yahoo and have yeah. an eggplant next door. Nah, no eggplant, man. It's a <laughs> video easy. Oh, this is a video easy at the internet man, cafe. What, All right. what are you talking about? That? I, was, I thought your dad was just trying to get people into the soft fruit. <laughs> Nah, I think um. So he used to. They, they both work like they both both work like crazy. But shit, my mum yeah. was a risk taker. Yep, my mum was. Whereas my dad's the the save like if he makes a thousand dollars. Old school. He'll save ninety nine nine hundred ninety nine and live off the dollar. So your is he stepfather or your father? So my stepfather's the one with the adult stores. Yep. My dad was the one with the video easies. Okay, so your stepfather was he or South African? No, he's Dutch. He's Dutch. He's he was originally born in Australia. Yep. yep. Dutch Dutch background. So my brother's a half Dutch. Mm-hmm. Dutch background, and then he the opportunity came for him to go to South Africa, mm-hmm. and he'd do that six months, six oh, months. Wow. But South Africa is fucking oh, fuck that. That's crazy now. They, they, he had to walk. He used to have a pistol in his dashboard. Yeah, I've heard that. Like we when I went there, I was young. I think I was about six, seven. Mate, like there was kids, as six years old, seven years old, naked in the street. Four, five of them, six of them, just hoarding there. My mum used to get like as bad as it sounds. My mum used to get bread rolls and just rush, and like it's just. I, 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 man, I, I've, I've been all over the world and I've seen this, man, and I, it's, it's actually crazy because unless you've been there and seen it, you don't realize the world no, that we don't. live in. Nah. You know what I mean, man? Like it's the other side. Shout out, Young and Lips. Yeah, um, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but it's this guy can't help but promote. It's um. <laughs> It's honestly the other side. Like that, people don't, people people don't, even like people don't realize, you know. And I was having this conversation with Key last night. Mm-hmm. Australian work ethic is shit. It is shit. Australians have no fucking work ethic. It is shit, but I can't blame. It's 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 hard in a way. Australian work ethic isn't like work ethic overseas. I wouldn't say it's it, it's shit, but it's not it's shit compared to some. You know why? Why? Because our lowest level of living. Is their highest is standard middle middle class yeah, for know. them, and that's we take it for granted. And I th- that's all, that's all, yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Like, it's it's not shit. It's very different. But the problem I think that we've got here is is that you're, it's exactly right. We we take everything for granted. Even now, like with everything that's happened recently, hey, we're going to give everyone seven fifty a week if you can't work. We're going to give you this. We're going to give you that. You know, we're going to put your mortgage on hold. And, and the other fuckwits yeah. that were already on seven. Oh, am I allowed to swear? You can do what you like, mate. Just be real. <laughs> I'm just getting bleeped. <laughs> the f- I'm getting just bleeped out this whole thing. Just be real. And then the other, the other fuckwits who sit there and do nothing and dole bludge and yeah. go sit and go buy drugs and shit, they get yeah. more seven fifty. Yep. Like yeah, this, government, this government freaks me out. Like, look, they did it's, it the right way. Yeah, hundred percent. I think they did it. I look. Everyone was drilling Scott Morrison. Like, I, you know, uh, like you I, know, I take my hat off to him, man. You got to, you got to understand something. If he shut down, if he if, if he shut like all these people on, this is what Facebook burns me. It's like, key, lucky I had key in my life. Oh, I yeah. swear to God, I'd be on Facebook all day just punching all the people. <laughs> I'd just be starting arguments. I would be starting arguments yep. because this is what burns me. If you shut down the country straight away, yep. I know we're going off topic, but no, 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 bro. Just, if we we're shut, just chatting, man. If we shut down the, the country straight away, yep. 
Your dumbass on Facebook who's making all those comments can't go stand at Centrelink. Mm. Country shut down, you can't go anywhere. Yeah. We had we had this conversation on a podcast mm. a few weeks back. Same thing. If you want to work in this country, there is no shortage of work. And I think that's what you I think that's what's on your phone. Hundred percent. You can make money on your phone. Exactly right. And I think that's what frustrates me the most about this because I know nothing but work. I don't wake up on a Sunday and go for a stroll in the park. I wake up on Sunday, I go to work. It's just what I do. So when you travel the world and you see this, and this is why I think it's very, very important for people. And even if you can't afford to travel, just yeah, jump man. online, man. Go on YouTube. Yeah, just go on YouTube. Jump online. The info's there, man. When I was in the Middle East two years ago, I was driving going? through... Hmm? Lebanon? Lebanon, yeah, yeah, Lebanon. When I was traveling through, through Lebanon, I'm going through the mountains into these villages, and man, I could not... I could not believe the hustle that these six and seven-year-old kids were had. I was driving along the road. This kid jumps in front of the car and looks at me and goes, do you want potato chips? And I'm like, man, if this kid in the middle of Lebanon, up in the mountains, is hustling to sell potato chips, how can't anyone in Australia with free education, free living if you need it, every opportunity in the world and a great country to live in and actually hustle in, how can't you find work? I just can't get that. I think Australians are very lazy too. Like not like just not all, like I'm talking all background Australians are very lazy. We're we're very we're very fortunate and we've become comfortable with that. I think you can say fortunate or you can say I think both. I think <laughs> I think both. Like no, I'm not going to be controversial, but like, I think I think both. I think I think look, it, it depends on how you view it. I think everyone yeah. goes through a st- uh, everyone goes through a stage in life where we all kind of kick back a little bit and then yeah. we, and then we realize like oh, okay, fuck, I got I got to pull myself up together and I got to do it. But like you're right. Yeah. Australia is a fortunate because you've got free internet. You can go to Westfields, sit at Westfields for five hours yep. on your phone and watch YouTube videos on how, to, how the stock market works, how this works, how, how, Absolutely. To, how to go to a job interview. People freak, people freak out and me and Keith still freak out because when I actually first started working, I didn't get a job. Uh, Keith got me a job originally yep. at a marketing firm. Oh, really? Okay. I'm not going to shout out that marketing firm because she was a gronk. <laughs> <laughs> and like, honestly... If that seems to be the word of the show. Everyone's calling everyone a gronk. <laughs> she was. Well, this this because my work, my, my old man always taught me like, you know what? Sometimes you got to work for free to show your value. 100%. People I couldn't agree with that more. They Adrian. don't do it these days. <laughs> Shock that uh, Adrian's on uh, $5 an hour. <laughs> He's doing good. Now, I'll just make clear, I only work for a dollar an hour for key. Just, just clear that up. Bro, but the... The lessons you learn. Oh yeah, <laughs> value, value. value. Hey, nah, value. but like I, w- I worked for. I said to her, "Look, I'm happy to work for free for a month." Yep. And if you look, actually, my first job in marketing, I said that as well. I'm like, "Look, I'm, I'm about to go to Europe. Mm-hmm. I'll work for free for a month right before I go to Europe. And yep. if you guys are happy with me, I'm happy to come back and work. You don't lose money. I got everything to gain. You guys got everything to gain. Nothing to lose." Yep. But young people these days, they want to come in for an hour trial, and they still expect to get paid. Yeah, no, it's it's very it's very different. It's very very different. Like, although our gen- I think the the growth in things is going to slow down. You're going to have people look. It's a gift and a curse in a way that what what's that? I think every everyone's going to slow down. Like mm-hmm. pe- people are going to slow down. The work rate's going to um, slow down. But the people who have hustle and actually oh, yeah. have a desire to work and have a desire to build and grow, they're going to succeed because there's going to be less competition. Bro, I don't, have, I don't think there has ever been a better time mm. to be a hustler. Man, like, I don't know about you, but, man, I, I obviously watch my parents hustle every day. I was there. I left school at, I left school at 13 or 14. I didn't even finish. And I watch my parents hustle every day. But even the stories of before I was even around the hustle that they had to do, 
it was a nightmare. These stories, yeah. man, they used to give me nightmares. Like, I would hear stories of my father in <laughs> a train would come into the markets with 20 or 30 carriages full of pumpkins that had to be hand unloaded and then hand reloaded onto trucks. And they would do that for nothing, like less than a laborer's wage. Where now, like you said, man, with your phone, you can make an income. You can sit there just punching away and have things happening. You know what I love about that era, but they would never complain. No, they never complained. They, they were fight. grateful. They just do it. That's it. We got a job. Yeah. We put food on the table. They were grateful and they were savers. They were all savers. That's why they've all made like that's why they've all made their money. Yeah, it's all, true. all of them all of them are saved and then they've ever invested. Like my grandparents think they've got quite a few properties themselves. About 100, like, 150? No, we're not like you're Greek. So it's gr- got to be up above 200. No. Nah. <laughs> $200. Yeah, sure. that's a typical Greek response. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but like that, that's that's all they knew. Like yeah, my, my right. grandfather to this day, uh, he's 80, he just turned 90, just turned 90. Wow, God bless. He, he retired, I think, at 55, mm-hmm. but he couldn't stop working. What did he do for work? So he, oh, I can't, fuck, I can't even remember. But what he would do after he retired, because he couldn't stand my grandmother, <laughs> she'd just do his head in at home. She'd do his head in at home. Yeah. And God bless her. And he would just go and pick up cans. Yep. Mind you, this is before all the machines. Yeah, He'd yeah. pick up the cans. He was then, onto something. And then sell them. Yeah, he was onto and something. And he just, he cleaned up. But he didn't even do it for the money. He just, just to get out of the house and walk. He was yeah. fit as a horse. He'd walk around. I used to be at soccer games. And, no, I didn't play soccer. I was just, it's a spectator sport. You were just there. Yeah, I was spectating. There, I was there to look at the cheerleaders. <laughs> um, and I just see my, my grandfather just there pulling cans out of the bin. Mate, what are you doing, mate? <laughs> yeah, 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 but like that's and like you look at it back then as a kid and you get embarrassed, but then you realize like, nah, you hats know, off, man. It, Total respect. That's, that's like you know that's you you have to. People these days aren't willing to do what they have to do. I believe that. Yeah, that's true. Back that's back in true. those days, like they didn't like they didn't give a fuck. They didn't care about embarrassment. They didn't care about pride. Didn't care anything. If you have to put like people will rather value their pride than putting a paycheck on the table these days. In a negative way, not True. like in a like they'd rather take, not in a like bad way, like oh, we put my pride first because of respect. Like they'd mm-hmm. rather throw away a paycheck because of their ego. Yeah, that's true. Very they, true. They don't want to comment like that. Like, I don't care. I'll comment on news things. I'll I'll throw. I'll, I posted a thing on the other day, a day about the adult shop for a job. Over five hundred people commented taking the piss. I don't care. Doesn't oh really? Okay. So not not looking for a job. They're taking the piss. I still got fifty resumes. Well, see, that's yeah. But like, majority of the comments are taking the piss. But at the end of the day, mm-hmm. half these people don't have jobs. I'm still working. Yeah, you're working. You're running what three, two, three shops. I'm only running uh, running one of them, but we got three. You got three. Mm. Okay. So go back. Let's go back to the hustle. This, sure. this story, I love this story. We're gonna go back to the hustle. All right. So where's store number one open up? When, when did where and when did it open up? Oh, I couldn't tell you. Oh really? Yeah, no. Like Why? Well, you're here to talk about that. Shock the income prepared. No, <laughs> I didn't get a. I didn't get a questions. I had a. I had a specific list of the, the things. Spo- I had a specific list of the things that I needed for this yeah, podcast. Yeah, no, no. But that's you. T- that's you hustling too hard. <laughs> no, no. I, need, I just wanted a bottle of Hennessy, two bottles of Grey Goose, six Fiji waters. Yeah, we know. We know. San Pellegrino. We know. We know. Um, we know. But look, we got. We got you. We got you. Not San. Pen- we got you. What did we get you? San Benedito. Is that, the, is that what's that? That's the like San Ghetto. That's the more expensive version. San Ghetto. This looks That's the more expensive version. Is it actually? Yeah. Very, very top quality. They're our sponsors. You know what they get on my podcast? <laughs> you know what they get on my podcast? I've seen it. Coles Water. Well, they say. Here's the, here's the oh. smart hustle here, not me. No, it's just humble beginnings. Ooh. I'll later update to Coles Plus. But Coles Plus? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know there was a Coles Plus. I don't, think, I don't think there is either. We'll make one. I'm sure Coles, you Coles, I need that endorsement deal. Let's talk. Endorsement deal? 
CK about that. Sure. So, heading up with the clubs. So we go from okay. So let's go. So we know about the adult stores. All right. So I start. We know about the podcast. Let's go because we'll go a quick run. Believe it or not, I've actually been asking around, and that's why I wanted you on the show. You actually do motivate and mentor a few guys out there in that club entertainment space. So I think so. No, no, you do, you do, because bro, what you did at Compass was big. You know, like that yeah. club. Even bro, honestly, even Key man he says he did a great job. He was very upset when you um went to go and sell eggplants. You know. <laughs> <laughs> So, look, uh, I started. So let's 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 talk about that. How'd you end up at Compass? So I started. My uh, look, a friend of mine. I'm not going to name names, but mm-hmm. a, friend, a friend of mine was going down a bad way in life. Yep. And he got the opportunity through Key and mm-hmm. to promote. Okay. And he wasn't confident in like like he was confident, but he wasn't like thing. And I said, look, you know, at the end of the day, you got to focus on getting an income that's green and being proper, and you know, like. Be a, a, a normal member of society in a sense. Mm-hmm. The opportunity came up, and I said, "Look, we'll do it together." And if because at the time, like promoting, it's a very loud thing. So for anyone out there who doesn't know what promoting is, what is it? In a, the, promoting, in the a prom- promoting essentially is like let's say I go on Facebook. Yep. Uh, I have a bunch of promoters for a nightclub. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's pretty much like you're a human poll poster, mm-hmm. really. And what you do is. Is if it's a twenty five dollar entry, the promoter will get a cut of that entry for okay. every, anyone who says he's guest list. So if you're a popular kid at school, uh, a popular kid in life, you got two three thousand friends. It's it's a good little side hustle, and if you, especially if you're social, yeah, I had no interest in it. Uh, to be honest with you, I know, I'm like, I, used to, I used to like be like, haha. I used to laugh at people. Like, yeah, fuck you. Like, what are you doing? Like, I'm trying to get trying to get someone out to this club or whatever. Yeah, it is, like, I'm thinking like, oh, like I used to like partying and stuff. I was like, I was like, I was thinking, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yep. I went through a sta- I, went, I went through a stage in my life where I had some pe- personal things, so I stopped drinking. I said to myself, "I'm gonna st- from age 21 to 22." Yep, you're just breaking the place. Hey, by the way, since Luke Owen got to break shit, where do I get to break? No, 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 no. We can't hey. do that. <laughs> no, 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 you get to break shit. I want to start breaking laptops. Luke, <laughs> fuck. Let me run for a glass window. I'll do it. We'll do that after the show. Fantastic. <laughs> but um, yeah, like so. Where were we now? I've lost it. I was got excited about. No, no, you're talking about the window. we're talking about the hustle, the promoting. Oh yeah, so yeah, um, you just want to break. Wasn't everyone want to break stuff when they come here? <laughs> well, you got it all over social media. I got excited. I thought it's like you know those demolition rooms. <laughs> I got pumped. We're just gonna need a room just with this. I wore my best white t-shirt. Just, just have blood gonna, all over it. We're just gonna have to give them a room where they can just go in and just break. You stuff. know how much money those places make? What this place? They do go and break stuff. Yeah. Rooms? Man, this is just hustle. How can we not know about this thing? Think about it. You double brick a wall. They're not yeah. allowed to touch the walls. And you just have a whole bunch of cheap furniture that you can pick on. up off the side of the mm, room and you break those it. Big old TV. Yeah. You know about that? I can't remember where I've seen it. Maybe somewhere in the city. Shocked yeah. that this whole office is about to turn into a demolition yard. <laughs> oh, well. You I don't know, about, money, I don't know about that hustle. You can charge big money. There you go. There you go. You learn something new every day. Mm. That's a hustle. We're going to find those guys. We're going to bring those guys on the show. Eggplants to demolition. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get those guys who break shit on the show. You know. How do you even get into that game? You just I think it's in America. So what, you just go, you get pissed off, pay money, and then you just go smash stuff. Well, look, you're doing a good thing for society because would you rather smash something or smash someone? <laughs> I'm not going to answer that. <laughs> I was the best not to answer that. <laughs> mate, you just got to get your minds out the gutter. I've got to work on my vocabulary. Back, mate, to, back to Compass. Back to I, reckon, compass. I reckon nine out of ten conversations this guy has goes down a dirty road. <laughs> I didn't say anything. <laughs> I've been a gentleman. Um... um I was just talking about breaking stuff. I don't know where your mind went. 
There's certain words that I can't use. It's unfortunate. I'll, I'll figure it out. But um, yeah. yeah. So you end up at the club you're promoting. Prom- uh, so yeah. So I end up. I'm still working at a cafe at that stage because mm-hmm. I'd left my marketing job. Yep. So the marketing thing didn't work out. Yeah, it wasn't. Look, I actually got fired. Oh really? I got to go. Yeah, because it was. I don't even know where I was at in life. It was the best thing that ever happened to me, but okay. And I'm still close friends with the the owner and stuff. We're very close friends. I got you fired. just called. You just called her a gronk. No, not that marketing. I'll tell you the marketing. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. The first marketing, the first yeah. marketing, the one where I worked for free. I'd like there was two places where I worked oh, for free. Okay. So the free place. Was so the I, look, I left Bay Vista. I left. Uh, I left Bay Vista. Oh, you Bay Vista, were you? Let, let me give you a quick timeline. Let's go. Let's go. Right. Let's go. Start here. From from twelve, I started working. I, yeah. was, working, I was working in my uncle's Pertex, just cleaning it up every weekend. I like Pertex. Good yeah. business. While yeah. I was staying, uh, while I was staying at work. Uh, sorry, staying at school. And then mm-hmm. at 14, I went to yeah. Bay Vista. I was at Bay Vista till I was 17. So you became a pancake man. Pretty much. Did, yeah. my, did my HSC. For and now you're back to selling pancakes. Yeah. I rate the pancakes. You got to get your mind out that gutter. <laughs> you have to get your mind out that gutter. Anyway. Yeah, it's, it's you. I'm going to have to. Anyway, 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 anyway. anyway. <laughs> hey, I like how you can grab these. Get your minds out the gutter. Yeah, come on, <laughs> he's disgusting, this guy, this guy. I can't see, have a proper conversation. You see how we built the club? We're going to change the thing to just hustle, just talk so I can talk. You see, you see how we built the club? Everything he does is a promotion. Hey, you, you got <laughs> to wait till I tell you stories about that. You'll freak out. Let's go. All right, so we're at Bay Vista. You make Anyway, Bay Vista, I finished up at right when I turned 18 and then I go into the family business. So you're at Bay Vista for four years, yeah, five years? three, four years. And yeah. I, not like little, like one shift. Like I was doing... Wednesday nights, Friday, Saturday nights. I worked all, like a lot of. I worked. I missed out on a lot of parties when I was younger. And for people that don't know, that's a crazy place to work. Like that's yeah. nonstop. Right when it started too. Right when it opened. And yeah. like that's what taught me like how to talk to people. How to like really like think. Yep. So now you're, now you're eighteen. Where are you? Now I'm family business in the adult stores. Yep. Um, I did that for two uh, two years before I went to Europe. Okay. Then when I went to, before I went to Europe, I'm like you know I was at uni at the time. I was I was. Uh, oh, you went to uni? Macquarie, Bachelor of Marketing. See what I mean? Everything's a hustle. Everything's promoted. Fuck, there you go. Macquarie, like Bachelor of Marketing. Um, Did you finish? No. Yeah, I can't see you finishing. Not, not in a bad way. You just, I think you'd get your... My view, my view in life is the, look, uh, look, props and respect to everyone that go and get that piece of paper. Yep. Do I think you need it for a business degree? No, no. not at all. Waste I don't time. believe that whatsoever. Waste of time. You, yeah. you, I actually tell people, every time that speaks to them, tells me they're doing a bachelor degree, drop out, go to um, YouTube. <laughs> you save yourself 100 grand. I'm like, I'm still paying off my fucking hex. I get a mad tax bill, then it's five grand. I'm like, what the fuck? Look, that was my that was my barley money. You got you got really angry with the tax department, real man. <laughs> no, no, I, I love the tax department. I love the tax department. <laughs> but um, everybody loves them. Yeah, but yeah, then like my view is like, fuck, it's a waste of time. So I dropped yep. out, and I, the thing is, I cheated on one of my exams. Yep. This is this one I knew I had to drop out. I cheated on my mm-hmm. statistics exam, <laughs> and the thing is, you cheat to win. I cheated because I thought I was smart. Like, there was one bloke here, one, there was me here, there was so another you, guy you here. you cheated off some dopes. Oh, no, no, no. Listen, it is. <laughs> I was a fucking dope. I was a dope. <laughs> I cheated. Anyway, and I'm like, yep. I walked out. I'm like, fuck, I, I blitzed this. Because I knew he was smart. Like, mm-hmm. I blitzed this. And I walked out, me being the little cocky thing that I was. I was like, yep. thanks, brother, for the help. He's like, what do you mean? Oh, he dubbed you in. No, no, no. It gets better. He's even worse. Oh, it's even wow. stupider. I'm like, thanks, brother, for the help. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, bro, I copied your tears. He's like, bro. He didn't know what he was doing. No, no, no. He knew what he was doing. He was smart. But what they do is they give you an A test and a B test. Oh. I thought, I thought oh. he was doing the A test. I had the A test. He had the B test. They do that? Yeah, so you don't cheat. I didn't know that. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I failed statistics three times. That. Three times. 
You know, I did the exact same thing as you. I went to Macquarie and I nearly got kicked out for cheating too. See, I didn't get caught. That's your fault. This, this, is, this is showing a really yeah, bad yeah, example yeah, yeah. of the hustle. <laughs> no, nah, no, nah, look, look. But look, my view is if you're doing a business degree, the only good thing about a business degree is it teaches yep. you time management. But even then, half the people are doing business degrees. That's actually crazy because yeah. no one in business manages time. <laughs> nah, they do it last minute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if no you told me that I have six months to do a project, I guarantee I can do it in six hours. 100%. The night before it's due. I don't think anyone in business actually manages time well whatsoever. No. Shocking that I was I'm, running late. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. Did you bring those desserts? No. I messaged you about it. I brought you eggplants. <laughs> no, no, you <laughs> keep <the> eggplants, mate. <laughs> you oh. keep the eggplants. But, um, no, no, no. And then also, so uni, so after, right before I went to Europe, yep. I said, look, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, this is where my, this is where I learned a lot in life. I went to a family friend's company. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, uh, I went to a family friend's sister's company. And I said, look, I'm dropping out of uni. I'm happy to go back if I have to. I don't want to. Yep. Everyone in that company all had degrees. Every single person in the company all had degrees. And they were all 25 plus. Yep. And I said, look, I just want to learn. I'm happy to work for a month for free. I don't pay for nothing. I'll pay for yeah. everything, whatever. And, you know, if you guys like me, I'm going to Europe in a month. If you guys like me, when I get back, I'll... Like, hire me. If we, yeah, hire me. Yep. This is the first one, yeah? This is the first one. This is the first one. This is the Gronk. No, no, this is not the Gronk. Oh, okay. there, there's people I love, like I learned so much from him. Yep. The other one's the Gronk. We'll get into that. <laughs> um, and then, so did that, went to Europe, partied mm-hmm. a lot. Did you work in Europe? <laughs> Mate, I partied. Adrian did. I, I supported the economy in Europe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Mykonos economy, I supported. They need the help. No, they didn't. We were spending way too much money. <laughs> <laughs> they needed to reimburse me for that. I'm going to speak to the tax department. <laughs> but got back. I worked there for six months. Now, yep. back then, like to be honest with you, I just I had work ethic, but I wasn't like, I don't know. I just I, I was just in a weird place, and I just it didn't work out. They they let go of me on in a polite way. They let go yep. of me in January of the, the year after. I can't remember. I think it's 2017. Yep. Anyway, then then I'm in then I'm in a car with a friend, and there was like a lot of money in the back, like illegitimate. Um, yeah, and, and then and then, and then the, we pretty much said, look, you know, he said this opportunity has come up, blah blah. Let's, you know, let's. Would you start promoting? And I'm thinking, what? Sit there on Facebook and say thing. I was like, yeah, fuck it, why not? I'm like, bro, I got nothing else to do. Fuck it, it's a side job because I was yeah. already working that time, so and I was learning about uh, diversifying my income because mm-hmm. you know, like. You, because you do, you do study a lot. I know the same. Even though you didn't go and finish like I uni, love reading. I'm you're always, always reading. reading something. Always learning, always on podcasts, always on a Truth Be Told podcast. Um, always, <laughs> always, always, always learning, man. I'm, I, yeah. I'm, fascinated, I like, I'm fascinated by reading. Anything, anything. You can talk to me about war, strategy. I love strategy. Because, yeah, you, I know this. You do read a lot of that. And that's, they're not easy reads either. Nah, I love, like, I love, I love history too. History, like I love how, like, well, world, world history or yeah, world history. But I love like old school generals, like oh really, like all your old school Greek figures, old school Romans. Um, Shock Napoleon, <laughs> Napoleon, what a guy! Napoleon was a man. Um, even some American presidents, like yeah, America, there were some mad ones. Theodore Ro- Roosevelt, champion. He was like we go way back. It, <laughs> yeah. Mate, he was like he was like he, he has this saying, and like I say it all the time to myself every single day now. It's mm-hmm. You'd rather wear out than rust out. You'd rather wear out than mm. rust out. I like that. I haven't yeah. heard that. I like that. You'd rather wear out and rust out. And cause is that you're saying in the adult show? Is that what I mean? Is that what I mean? Can we keep this conversation <laughs> on track? Far <laughs> out. It is. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I thought so. It's on your sales receipt. Yeah. And um, 
Yeah, so okay, so you read it. So, so I, yeah, you like? I love learning. So, in my view, was I'll I'll outlearn anybody. I believe that. I've seen where you hustle, man. What you learn you're because always, you never yeah. know when you're going to use a bit of information and how a bit That's of information true. will actually help you. And you know what? The learning and reading. Like I read every morning. I, sp- I spend about an hour. I wake up earlier. I read and I meditate every morning. Oh, you I, meditate? I never used to meditate because I like you know how I'm on fidgety. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. then I start. I started meditating, and it's one of the best things. Thing and reading, man. Because there's so much, and all different things too. I'm not really like a, f- a story person. Like I can, yeah, no, I can't biographies read. I can do. Yeah, biographies I can do. But I lo- like I'm fascinated by how people have done things in their lives. Yeah, yeah, true. And it's crazy. It's crazy as well because you, you look at the old school work rate as well. Like Alexander the Great conquered the modern the modern day world mm. in, ten in ten years. Ten years, yeah. And That's you're right. telling me you're telling me you can't like. <laughs> people can't do fuck all like you can't register an ABN. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? That's what that's what I mean. Like and yep. and that like so I got a vision board at home as well and I got all of them characters on there because it's like mm-hmm. it's a constant reminder to So you actually went and made a vision board? Yeah. And you recommend this girl, actually, should do that. This girl, this girl in my life uh, recommended it. Yeah. She's like, oh like well, cause we're talking, I'm a big believer in the law of attraction, manifestation, positivity and stuff like that. Hundred percent. Um and she's like, Oh, you should get a vision board. Mm. And I'm like like, uh, to be honest with you, I, I half-assed it. Like the first attempt, I half-assed it. I, yeah. I shocked that it was all stacks of money. Um, <laughs> and that's actually, it's actually good that we're talking about this because a lot of people mistake the vision board. No, nah, then, then, you have to, the, the, then I realised like, look, if we're going to do something, we to do it properly. Mm. So I did it properly. So on there now, I've got, like I'm still with, I'm still at home with my old lady, yeah. but I want to move out. And on there, I've got the actual apartment, same level, same everything, all images of it that I want to move into. I'll yep. move into it in six months. Where is it? Uh, it's Ramsgate Beach. Uh, no, Manly. Um, my, my location is um, very, uh, uh, I move it all the time. All the time. <laughs> you remember, I'm on, a very contra- <laughs> I'm on a very controversial podcast. Yeah, yeah. I got I'll people, go you know. Tracking you down. Um, it's, it's actually in a ride on me. <laughs> <laughs> Did I say ride on me or a Cogra? I can't no, remember. Um, but yeah, so the vision board. Yep. Like if you, and it's not just looking at something. So you got you got old historical figures on your vision board. I got historical figures. I got um, business business. I got drug dealers on there, like old school oh, drug really? dealers. No, really? no, because like, what? You, but what? See, so this is what, why a drug dealer. I'm fascinated. I'm fascinated by old old school drug like drug kingpins. Just the way that they carry themselves. Because and it's actually you know what's actually interesting about that conversation is a lot of people say that. And if you actually speak to, like, I've got, I've got a lot of friends who are actually detectives and things like that. And we, Shock, thank you. Is this going straight to the office? No, 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 they're, right. they're fair, they're fair. Um, but they actually say that a lot of these guys who are actually pretty heavy drug dealers that they've arrested and charged over time are actual geniuses. Yeah. And if they put that knowledge into legitimate business, mm. they, could be, they could build a major corporation. Look at Jay-Z. Yeah. He used to be a dealer back in the day. Billion, you know what he used to do? Because I'm fascinated by music, like music kingpins as well. Yep. He used to go, so he lived in Marcy Projects. So Diddy or Jay-Z? Nah, I love Diddy. Yeah. Like, I love Diddy because I remember, like, I'm like loud like yeah, that. Yeah, you look like him, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Well, we're going to go back to eggplants now too. Um, nah, I like Diddy because he's like very loud, loud, loud. But yeah, I like how like Jay-Z is very like. Low key. Very low key. Yep. He's savvy. He's very savvy. What he used to do is he'd go from the projects mm-hmm. and then he'd go to... Uh, suburbs that are like three times more more affluent. Yep, and sell at three times the price. Yeah, so there you go. That's you know, and then that's the hustle. There. You look at old school like drug king things and how they used to carry themselves, how they used mm-hmm. to wear nice suits, and you know how they rose from nothing. 
Yep. You know, so it's it's not that I don't I don't condone any of that. I don't at the end of the day, everyone's business is you respect business. the hustle. You respect I respect I respect good business, yeah. and, and I think you know you can like I said before. There's good business in everything. You can learn from everything. You can learn Absolutely. from adult stores. You can learn from you can learn from drug. You can learn good business from everything. I mean, even the way cartels carry themselves. Mm-hmm. There's there's ways. There's good business in literally everything. No, there is. You've just like you said. You you like you respect the way they build it, the way they manage it, the way they operate it. It's and there's a there's a thing that I always look at going back to reading, and then we'll go back to compass. There's mm-hmm. if you, you you pretty much you stand you stand on the heads of giants. If you read, that's true. You you learn you, s- you learn so many lessons that you don't have to go through. Well, look who you're surrounding yourself with. Exactly. Exactly. If you yeah. if exactly you are who you surround yourself with. So that's right. if you're constant, if if you think about it, when you're reading, you're having a conversation with yourself through someone else. Absolutely. So if you're doing that and you're constantly reading and positive, they're a positive influence on your life. And that's yep. the same with the vision board. Yep. If you're viewing something constantly, looking at it every day, because look at it every day, every night, mm-hmm. you are, you are bringing you are attracting that thing into your life because you are what you do. You are your sure. habits. Your habits. Your habits. The one thing I learned this year is your habits are fucking everything. Like they're crucial. Absolutely. But say, how are you? How old are you? The power now? of habit. How old are you now? Twenty three. Shocked. No, thirty three. You're, th- you're thirty three. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember when you were twenty eight? I do actually. Yeah. But does it feel like a while? Like, like does five years feel a while ago? Honestly, it depends on the day. I got days I feel like it was a hundred years ago. I got days it feels like it was yesterday. Mm. It's just weird. All right. So in five years' time, you're gonna be thirty eight. Yep. So Thanks. <laughs> Shocked. What like imagine how much you can do in five years. If you do Absolutely. if you if you do if you let's say for example you spend your morning, um if you wake up at six AM mm-hmm. and you spend the first twelve two hours of your morning dedicated to exercise, self reflection and learning. Let's mm-hmm. say thirty minutes exercise, thirty minutes self uh, reflection and one hour learning. Yep. Nothing done with your business, just in general improving your skills. Now yep. if you times that by three hundred and sixty five and times that by five Imagine the position you'd be in. If you I master think. it, and that's what like that's what I tell people all the time. Like, you are your habits, because that's what they say. It takes ten thousand hours to master something. Like, keys art is discretion. Shocked that I'm plugging again. He'll be on my next episode of the <laughs> no, podcast. No, but, he, but he deserves a plug. No, he deserves a plug. He deserves man. a plug. He, he was eleven years old. Eleven yeah. years old. He was he was grinding. Not grinding because I think at eleven years old you don't. You don't understand work because, but even refining, even starting his talent. Exactly, he was. Yeah. I think the good thing is at his age, it wasn't work; it was more a passion. Mm. And then what happens is later on, if you stick to it, like basketball and all that, you get to monetize it. Hundred percent. And so, so what he's done is like now, now the bloke's making five beats a day. He's done the ten thousand hours. I actually said it to him. It's the ten thousand hour rule. You That's become true. a guru. Yeah. Anything, anything in life that you do, it's. There's a, there's a there's a real estate agent that I love. His name is Matt Steinway. He's he's Australian. Matt Steinway. Where's he from? I think he's from the coast. Yep. But he's like one of the number ones. He said this. Uh, actually, one of his workers said it about him. Mm. And he says that Matt Matt's view is is if you have massive, good massive big days, mm-hmm. you, that you stack them up and you lead to like monster years. True. Like, if you really think about how much time we waste in a day, it's ridiculous. Oh, we waste heaps, man. You know, it's like, it's ridiculous. Like, I'm, I'm, and I'm not saying I'm, like, the advocate of it because I'm fucking, I can be lazy. Like, it's my gift and my curse. I can be lazy as well and I can waste time. But yeah. I was, when you start realising how much time you waste and how much time actually, your time's limited on, on your, this planet. Mm. Like, you got to treat it like you're going to die today. Like, I, I can walk out of this podcast and die. 
Mm. Shocked that you'd love that because the views will go up. And anyway, but we're not we're not big time. No one's gonna really care. <laughs> oh, no one's gonna care that I die. No one's gonna care. We're not gonna we're not gonna get heap of ratings. We're not gonna get heap of ratings if one of us gets hit by a car tomorrow. <laughs> it's not gonna be on the news. They're just gonna say some I guy in Parramatta. Two pack documentary. Sorry, <laughs> maybe in twenty years if it blows up. But um, no, but you're right, man. Like you have to you have to manage your time well. And that thing you mentioned about self-reflection, spending time for yourself is very, very important. Hey guys, thanks for tuning into this podcast brought to you by Savage Ape Studios, Sydney's number one app developer. Have an app idea? We can help bring it to life. Head to savageape.com.au to find out more. It is, it is imperative. And actually going, to Compass, going back to Compass now, the, the one thing that, and Key can vouch for it, mm-hmm. the one thing that I would do in the two, three years that I work for him is I would look at my worst trait and I try to improve it. And I've seen that. I've seen you doing that all the time. And then, like, I, I would look at the worst, the my worst possible trait. And you know what? Even in relationships, even in, even in, like at, at Compass, I was like, oh, I'll say it. I was a cunt. Like I sometimes I was a good boss, like a good manager, mm-hmm. and sometimes I was a cunt to work for. I take full responsibility. Like I don't yeah. care. I was a cunt. But the thing is, unfortunately, like you know, at times you can't go back. But you yep. also learn from it. Yeah, that's true. You know, you gotta. You, you, every human being's gotta grow. If you're not growing, get the fuck out of the way. You're wasting time. That's true. You know, you just, you, you just, you just, what you're, you're just wasting your own time on this earth if you if you're not growing and you know and maturing. Mm. Um, but yeah, I got. I like to go on tangents. Right, <laughs> right. I like. You just seen me last night. I was on a we're mid podcast because we filmed two last night and we're midway yeah. and and my camera guy's like, oh, we gotta start filming. I'm like, bro, hold on, I'm fucking in the middle of a motivational talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, no, but it's good, man, because this is the thing about the hustle as well. A lot of people get it mistaken. They think you just wake up in the morning and no, you bro. go and you go and you go until you fall over. It's bullshit. We're human yeah. beings. That's right. You have to stop. You have to pull back, breathe, assess, because mm. only through reflection can you grow. And if you don't, if you don't reflect, you can't grow. A uh, hundred, hundred and fifty. You like that? I got that from a book. Did you? Yeah. I forget which book, but I got it from. Look, book. I'll write a book and we'll put that in there. And we'll say it's my book. Yeah, we can do that. It's called Truth Be Told. Um, you <laughs> can find it on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and so what I learned from promote, so Compass, because yep. then you'll make sense of why I promote so much. Uh, my brands include Truth Be Told podcast. <laughs> um, see you later. Uh, Compass, Compass Talk. I, I'll tell you what, man. I've always said this guy is not normal when it comes to promo. The shit I used to see you pull back on that Compass account was not normal. Yeah, I was like, the, I, like I used to I used to love it. Like yeah. Compass, Compass for... The best thing, the best, the best thing that Compass probably like, like I said, Compass probably had to be one of the best things that's ever happened to me. Do you think Compass brought you out of your shell a bit to like no, just have confidence? Oh, so you're always loud. Look, okay, look, yeah. I think and look, I'd still get nervous. I'm very, I'm a very confident person. Also, I got insecurities too. I'm, I'm not like no, yeah, I don't believe that. Loud people, loud people have. I have insecurities. I don't care. So you think being loud, you could be covering up some of your insecurities? Look, they used, they used to be insecurities, but now like. Because I'm more of a man, like I've accepted them as not insecurities but weaknesses that I have to improve. Everyone's got them, but exactly. But if you, I don't. They used to be insecurities, and then I realized that insecurities they fuck you up. So I'm like, I'm 24 now. Mm-hmm. Why, you know, if I know that if I start smoking now, I know I'm going to yeah. quit one day. Insecurities are like smoking. You know, you're going to have to quit them one day. So I'm just might as well quit them as soon as I can. Mm-hmm. So the the long term effects don't fuck me. So all my insecure, all my like I said, like I was going back to the thing. I work on everything that like I'm not good at. Sometimes I'm fucking 
I'm, I'm constantly improving. Sometimes I just have stalemates. Sometimes I still, uh, you fall back into old habits. Yep. But you got to, I think it's in a spiritual way, it's like the reflection of the man you become. You have to yeah. learn your faults. That's true. And you have to double down on your strengths. Like the reason why I was going into the podcast, I didn't know what I didn't know what the fuck. Like, where'd that come from? Where'd that come from? Okay, so I had a spiritual like away. I, I left a long term relationship. I, I partied. I was like, I was going into a family business, and you, you'll laugh at, at at the shop. My favorite my favorite thing to do is when people come in. God. No, no, no. Let's be oh. let, let's let's be gentlemen. Let's Where's be gentlemen. going, Adrian? No, 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 no. Listen, listen, listen. Yeah. The, the, at the at the shop, my favorite yep. thing to do is I love helping people. Like I love talking because. You remember in an adult store, mm-hmm. it's like a confession box because they know I have full confidentiality. Yep. It's not like a normal like confession box that we know of because you're not going to tell the priest everything that you you know do in life. Yep. At an adult store, they know I'm not going to walk down and say anything. So people mm-hmm. sit there and explain their whole life. They debrief. Really? And yeah, because they know like, who would have thought a 24 year old at an adult store is actually so wise? I give 35, 50 year olds marriage mm-hmm. advice. I give people. Are you 24? I'm 24. Come on. Swear to God. I'm old soul. Older. I'm old soul. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I actually thought you were a lot older. Old soul. Oh wow. Yeah. At 21, I had compass at its peak. That's what I was gonna say, man. You've done a lot for a 24 year old. I've traveled. I've traveled around the world. Been to America twice. Been to Europe. Mm-hmm. Run. I've done run an adult store. I've, I've I built a nightclub essentially from the ground up. Because when saying that, yeah. when, when compass started, it was only getting 90 people. Yeah. And then when I left, we were averaging. 850 yep. to 900 yeah, people. I think there were some nights that you guys had two, like 1,200, 1,300. There, I'll never forget there was one night we had a, a 1,100 through the door. So I went to an AJ. Yeah, at the Slaughterific launch party. That one there. No. no okay. <laughs> Shout out Slaughterific. There you go. <laughs> you can um, use my code. Um, actually, no, you can't use my code because fucking Luke Irwin got the break shit. I don't get to break nothing. I'm not plugging into you get you let me break shit. Was this the same bottle he, he smashed? No, 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 hey, no, no. Put that bottle down. Put that bottle down. Um, but I've lost plot now. Now I was thinking about breaking stuff in Swarovski. Um, no, you're talking about um, yeah. So we had a tw- we had twelve like eleven hundred people. I yep. mean, we had nights where we did. I know I'm not going to disclose exact figures, but we, yeah, we had, big nights. Half like a lot of money in VIP tables because it was all customer service. Yep. And, you know, as well, but like you learn a lot from that too because mm-hmm. in my fault, that made me get an ego. I had an ego. Yeah. Like, I, had a, yeah. I had an ego and like I had no reason. To, I like, you know, it, it humbled me a lot. In, mm-hmm. in like looking at it, reflecting on it now, it humbled me a lot because mm-hmm. when you're, and Keith said it to me once and I fucking freaked out because later on in life when I was reflecting, I was like, fuck, he was right. Key, sure. key, there's one thing about Key, he's always right. Yeah, it's always his idea as well. I don't know about that. We have that <laughs> argument still till today, but he's always right. Yeah, he's very man. wise. He's very, very wise. but again, that's because of the, the industry that he's in. You, you don't realize that when you when you when you grow, when you're in events, you mm-hmm. come across so many people. I've that's like, true. I've had I've had conversations with astute businessmen. I've had conversations with apprentices. I've had uh, I've had conversations with you know. Girls, I'd make I'd make girls break up with their boyfriends in front of me. Why? No, because like the bloke was cheating a lot of shit. Oh, fair enough. I'm like, if he's, I'm like, if he's, I've slapped, I've slapped blokes at the front of the club for grabbing a for grabbing a girl. No, I don't, I don't accept any. I used to, yeah, oh, yeah, I used to have, yeah, I argue. can't have that. Kate, Kate, I used to, and but then again, my ego as well. I used to argue with girls. I have, I have, I'll never forget one girl walked past me. She's like, "You fucking get twenty five dollars an hour." <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm like, Shh, yeah. I said, I get twenty five dollars a minute because your dumb fuck ass goes and pays. Anyway, but that, again, you mm. you learn like I I don't condone that. That's not that's not nice. And yeah. but again, 
you have to you have to go through these things in life to kind of come to the position that you're in now. Yeah, you've been you've been through a lot, and like you were saying, you've grown, you develop, and every day you're going to learn something new. Oh yeah, but the club thing, man, taught you a lot. So like, look, we'll go back to the story. So we kept, look, we key, we started. Um, I actually started with key working on the weekends. Yep, I'll never forget my first night. My first night, I walked up to the door girl. Like well, I was there for a bit, and then I walked up to the door girl. And I'm like, oh, because I didn't know what the fuck we're doing. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what's this? Like, and it was dead. It was mm. dead, and I'm like. And they were talking about some bloke who he got this number in that week before. I'm very competitive. If you ask yeah. Key, I'm super, super yeah. like till I'll it know this burns me competitive. Like it's good, but no, it's not. It's not. Healthy. You don't think so? Look, it is. I look at it now because I've kind of channeled it. But before, yeah. I used to fucking like. Actually, so you've seen yeah. me in action. Yeah, I've yeah. seen. No, bro, I don't give a fuck. I'm, I'll never forget. Ronnie said something to me once. Mm. Uh, actually, oh yeah. Hey, shout out Ronnie. Ronnie's probably the reason why company is so good. He Who's fucked Ronnie? up. Who's Ronnie? This guy that used to work at uh, Cleo's when Cleo's was around. Mm. Ah. See, see, for me, I respect my competitors. I can't think of a competitor in any business that I actually hate. I love what they do. No, I, I love never that hated them. I never hated them. No, no, I know, but I'm saying like a lot of people like see someone do something they're doing and look, my, my upbringing is very different because where I, where I come from- Oh, did you do soy plans? No, no, that's all. No, no. Oh, you saw eggplants. The real ones. The real ones. Um, No, because like with me, when I grew up, so maybe my maybe my outlook's a bit different. I don't know, but like when I when I grew up and we started working at um, at the fruit markets, I was selling onions. The guy next door to me was selling onions, Mm. and so on and so on. So for me, I always respected my competitors, and I love how they pushed me to go further. Hundred percent. And I think people who look at their competitors and see them as an enemy never. I think that's the biggest mistake you can make in business. I respect my enemy's hustle more than I do my own. The biggest thing that I've learned from my competitors is that they fuel it. 100%. They are, the, they are the fuel. And you know what? Having a competitive nature, you know, if you channel it the right way, it's so important. Because, Absolutely. you know, like, when I, when I first, again, but he, it goes back to my competitive nature. When I first, my first night at Compass, I walked up to the girl at the door. Yep. And I'm like, who, like, well, I, I, how's this thing work? She's like, well, you stand at the front and, you get sorry. Um, you stand at the front and you have to pick. Oh, you have to get people in the club. I'm like, okay. I'm like, what's the average? She's like, the guy last week got nineteen. Like, yep. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Dumb idea. What'd you bring in? Thirty three. That's okay. It's a good start but for an empty night. Yeah, it's a good start. So I was like, and then Key's like, well, I think two weeks later, like two nineteen, he's like, do you want to be the manager? Mind you, we weren't doing it like it was still. I reckon, hundred. We have we have these arguments these days because it's like three hundred. It wasn't three hundred. We were getting about <laughs> hundred, hundred and twenty people. And you built it right up to almost a thousand. And then that's where this, the promo came in. That's where that's where I was like, you yeah. know what? This is at, at that time I wasn't working in the office for key. I was still working at the cafe. Mm-hmm. Compass was. Then we did a, we did a night where we got me me and uh, my mate Alex. We threw like an end of summer party and we got like three hundred people. Oh wow! At this time, I think that's when Ronnie made his comment. Ronnie, Ron, uh, who's Ronnie? Ronnie Marylands. Yeah, Ronnie Marylands. So, so it's a, is another is he another promoter? He's another promoter. Okay. Uh, but you know what? I got I got tremendous respect from uh, Ronnie. Okay. He's still, he's still in the industry. He's still in the game. He's, he's, yep. he's a gentleman. But he made a comment. He'll laugh about it too. He made a comment. He's like, he commented on one of my things because I think I said, oh yeah, we killed it. We did well. Blah blah. Yeah. thing. Or he made so he made a smart ass comment. He's like, Rook, rookie doing it like a vet. Wow. And I'm but like. And I took it as disrespectful. That's a compliment. Yeah. yeah. Nah, I, I, I was like, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I took it as What's a- What's wrong with this guy? But I lost it. I was, <laughs> I was like, this motherfucker. 
like, ah, this fuck it. I was losing it. Yeah. Anyway, that drove me. And then, and then like, it, to be honest, we had our rookie doing it like a vet moment because he came through yeah. one night. He's like 900. He's like, bro, wow, like, look, look at you. Because I was the young, I was, I was the youngest. I had no experience. I had come out of and nowhere. You smashed it. And we're building it up. We're building it up. We're building it up. And like, I was, yep. I didn't give a fuck. I the, the things that I would say, mm-hmm. like, I was if I saw if I saw Bo Ryan now I tell Bo Ryan can you do a th- can you can you say this on my Instagram Yep I'd fucking I I was at the Drake concert once and I took a photo of thing I'm like I'm gonna get him back like I was just to talk shit I used to say Rihanna was coming to the I used to talk so much <laughs> That's shit. What I'm saying. I seen the house I used to I didn't care because my my view is is like the other day you shouted out Scott Morrison Bro yeah fucking over <laughs> I'm gonna get him on my podcast but me and Scott and you know who I'd love to get Oh I would Ooh. love to chop it up with um. The New Zealand uh, Prime Minister. Oh, just she yeah. is amazing. Not physically, but like, no, like, not She's like done that. A good job. She's a ma- like, what yeah. a woman! What a woman! If I can get a wife like that, come uh, find me on AJ Papadopoulos. <laughs> you know what I mean, baby girl? But um, yeah, I think I think. So, well, you, so you think you're gonna get a woman like the New Zealand Prime Minister? Oh yeah. You think you're gonna get that? Look. I, look, if that's what you really want, but I'm I, think, the, I'm not I think someone who's aspiring to be Prime Minister. Do you think? They're going to be okay with the adult industry? What? She can't be in the sex party? We'll save that for podcast number two. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, all right. So, we go. All right. So, Compass smashed it, killed it. So Compass, Compass was a... Rookie two, slams are like a vet. Two-year two year rise. And, like, yep. it, it was like it became an absolute... I was selling, I was selling tables out. Actually, before I started working for Key... Mm-hmm. Um, I was work, so he got me to start. He work, I asked him, I'm like, look, I want to do marketing. Yep. I was still working for him on the weekends. I want to do marketing during the week. That's what I wanted to do. Yep. He got me an internship with this fucking gronk. Like, <laughs> oh, she was. I'm not going to name her name, but she knew, she was yep. a cokehead. Anyway, yep. and I feel, I'll never, I never, I'll never forget it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, um, I worked for her for a month. And I was killing it. I was smashing it. She was getting me to book her trips to Ibiza, this and that. Like, I'm like... I'm not fucking, and I said to her, I said, look, before you go to Ibiza, I'm like, am I going to get a job here? Like, I haven't worked for a month. Like, lucky, I, like, I, was, I was always a good saver, so I always yeah. had money. I'm like, I haven't worked for a month. Like, what's the siege? Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, I'll talk to you when I get back from Ibiza. I'm like, oh, <laughs> fuck you. And so I, I just sent her a nice polite message. Look, thank you for your time, but yeah. unfortunately, blah, blah. And I think she sent me one message like, oh, like, like a rude, like trying to manipulate me. Anyway, mm. she's definitely still in business today. Oh, she's out? I don't know, but she can go fuck herself. <laughs> um, anyway, and then I, I felt guilty because yeah. I've got a very big heart. I felt guilty. So I messaged Kay. I'm like, Kay, look, man, I just want to apologise because you got me that opportunity. Like, I just, I just want to say sorry because like thing. Anyway, he's like, why don't you work at Bondi Juice? Oh, so you went to Bondi Juice? I worked at Bondi Juice for three days. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, not, that's not your hustle. Three days, bro. <laughs> three days. And I said, look, out of respect, I can't do this, bro. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, he's like, yeah. And he's like, he sat, I'll never forget it, we went to Strathfield and he, mm-hmm. he sat me down and he's like, mind you, he's like, what? He's like, why didn't you come work for me? At this stage as well, Compass hadn't really built, like we're doing okay, like we're doing okay. Compass hadn't started popping yet. Yeah, we're, we're doing Cleo numbers. Like we hadn't, we hadn't, started, we hadn't started popping yet. Um, and, then, and then he's like, he's offered me a job. So mm-hmm. why didn't you come work for me? And at the time I'm thinking, bro, I don't know, like, is this like dodgy? Like, I don't know what the fuck he does. Like, you look at Key, like we always have this conversation, you look at Key and you're like, He's just scary. I'm like, I don't know what the he, fuck he does. Yeah, and look, we, you know, um, a lot of people don't know. Like, we, you know, we had P on the, uh, Key on the podcast yeah. recently, and we actually touched on that. 
you know, the game that he was in, nightclubs and yeah. everything like that, you naturally assume that... Yeah, look, the nightclubs, again, like the adult industry, yeah. very taboo. It is, and you we know? had that conversation. But, but much like yourself and the way your family runs, you know, the adult It's stores, a normal business. He run, Look, he runs it like a clean shop. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and again, I've worked for him, so I know it's a completely clean shop. And anyway, yeah. actually, to be honest, at the, at the time, my girlfriend at the time was like, look, why don't you just do it? Fuck it. Look, you, got yeah. nothing else, you got nothing else to do. And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, all right, all right, fine, fuck it. Did it? Smashed it. And yeah, you own that space. At the, but hold on. Yeah. At the start, it was like, it was tough because Key was still trying to learn how to manage me as well because I'm a firecracker. Yep. And, and Key's very hands-on. Very hands-on. Key's yeah, very, yeah, yeah. the thing. And then I remember it was like one moment and he sat me down in his office. He's like, you know what? Fuck it. And this is the best thing you've ever done. He's like, fuck it. I'm going to let you make your mistakes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you fuck up. I'm not going to control what you do. Yep. You do you. That's it. Best right. Thing. And then that, did that, then he'll know like that moment just went, boom. That's it. We're doing, ta- we're doing takeovers. We're doing fucking thing. And I was like getting into arguments and just, we were just, fl- I was, man, I was selling tables flat. I'll be at dinner mm-hmm. selling tables on the table. I was like, I would, my work rate was just disgusting. Like, okay. I, it, look, I, to be honest with you, it, it, it had played things on my personal life as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but you learn from it. Like, I, now I know balance. Now I know I understand, like, you have to prioritize and stuff. I didn't have priorities back then. Compass yeah. was my priority. That yeah, was my life. Was, that was, was, and you know, and, and but would I change a thing? Never. No, no I would not change because I learned so much on how to, you know, promote, yeah, prom- promote. Like you promote. There, there was a thing the other day that I saw. It was so important. You know, what, who's the most important person in a business? I this think is, this is a tough question. Go. So everyone's got a different opinion on this. Yeah, everyone does. I think the team. Like I can't. It's a team. I don't even think it's the owner. No, I don't agree. No, who do you think? The person who sells the product. Yeah. Because if you don't have a, if you don't got someone fair, selling fair the product, yeah, you got no, call. you got no money coming in. Yeah, true. So that it, it taught like what Compass taught me is that you always have to be selling, you always have to be promoting, it, whether it's self promotion, whether it's thing, whether mm-hmm. it's thing, like like whether it's like product. But again, that, that also comes with the price, especially in the nightclub industry, because you get an ego. Yeah, you I do. like man. I had a close friend who he 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 ran events and shit, and we got into it one night. And like man, probably, out of all the things, I probably regret it the most. We're both in the wrong. Mm-hmm. We're both we're both in the wrong. We we used to have a very close relationship, and then after after that, it like it dissolved. After the incident we had, it just dissolved. And like to be honest with you, it's probably one of my regrets. Well, and in a couple couple of years, we might sit down and sort that out. But yep. you know, and again, that's another thing that Kay taught me as well. Like the, the one thing Compass taught me is the fucking things that Kay taught me. Key told me, man, to never fucking let your foot off that pulse. No, you can't. I was like, I, I'd be fucking 1 a.m. replying to emails, 3 a.m. replying to emails, selling tables. Mm. I was selling out tables five weeks, six weeks in advance. Yeah, bro. No, you're, you're a gun. You're a gun. I'll never, I'll never forget one night One night we had, it was all killing it. Four or five weeks sold out. And then one week I had like a fucking tornado week. Empty. Oh, really? Just out of nowhere? Like we, had, we still had the guest list numbers were pumping. I only had three tables out of the eight that we had. Yep, yep. And like, imagine being on top of the world, top thrashing, thrashing, and then you just cop this and you're like, I, I don't know how to deal with this. And then I'm like, fuck. And then I told myself, I'm like, all right, you know what? You just got to stay positive. And was that, was that after you had like a cracker season? Like no, you were, we're on still, fire. We're, the, the three weeks after that night. You had a cracker. No, no, we already sold out. Yeah. Yep. So let's say it was three weeks, four weeks. The first week, 
empty. And then the three weeks already, we hadn't gotten to that first week yet. Mm-hmm. We like thing, it was empty. And then the next three weeks already sold out. So it was but just what, like, but what caused the slump? I don't, I don't know. Anyway, but and this is where like my drive came in mm-hmm. on the night. I'm like to Key, like Key's, Key's tripping out too. Key's like, maybe this is it. Like fucking la la la. I'm like, fucking fuck you. Don't talk. Don't leave it. Leave it. Don't talk. Don't talk. Yep. I get there. And I'm like, nah, fuck this. Not my fucking watch. Not my fucking watch. I was losing. I'm not my fucking watch. I was in a shit mood. I had a Red Bull. I had a scotch. And I, n- I never used to drink on the job. <laughs> Kay K- K- used to thought, everyone used to thought I was doing coke. Yeah. I swear I swear to God. I, 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 everyone used to thought I used to do and coke. And I guess, I guess that's a bit of the tarnish that comes with being in the nightclub game. No, nah, but I didn't. Because then everyone hears my personality and they're like, oh, no. It's I just never, two years. One, blo- one bloke's like, one, actually, Keith's cousin's like to him, Did, is, it, is he on crack? He must, he, must be, he must be snorting coke. Case started, started laughing. He's like, no, no, that's, that's him. Because I was 3 a.m. and I was buzzing. But yep. empty. It's only three tables. Yep. I sold, it, I sold that night out in two hours. What, you just jumped out the front or jumped on I was the at phone? The, I was at the front. At the front. And I, I was on the so phone. I was, messaging, I was messaging people. I'm like, come through. And that's the hustle. This, this is what I'm saying. About and to the day. the hustle that. The, the same, not lower. Like, I wasn't selling like lower tier tables, like $1,000 tables. I was selling two grand, three grand tables. Yeah, you're going home. And I'm, I'm like that. On the night, I, I, a bloke rocked up. He was with like six girls. Yep. And I'm like to him, yep. You going? Are you staying? What are you doing? <laughs> you know, Were you there that night? Sure. <laughs> um, you know, have you heard a truth be told? Stop promoting. Come on. Smart right, man. <laughs> anyway, we're going to be here till 12 a.m. We might as well get a compass. Um, and then- it was two, th- two, three grand tables. Yeah. And there was a black outside and he was with six girls. I said, look, man, we're sold out tonight. Mind mm-hmm. you, I, I still had three tables. Oh, wow. and Look, man, we're sold out tonight. Look, if I were you, I can make something available to, for you. Yep. And, you know, I'll look after you. He's like, oh, I swear, I'll get a $1,500 table. <laughs> Done. Bang. Sold. And then, I, and then I ended up selling out the other two. And yep. I, but again, it's, I think it's, you have to have that competitive drive too. I think so, but it's... You know, and I think anyone can have it. I don't think you're born with it or you're not. I think some people have it, like naturally, but anyone can get it if they want to get it. Like you have to go for it. I thousand percent agree. You have to go for it. I think it. I, I, a thousand, a thousand, thousand, thousand percent agree. Let's go into this. I want to go into my favorite five. You ready? What's that? Don't worry about it. It's nothing that you sell. Don't sure. <laughs> <laughs> I can give you my favorite All right. five. I think I, know, I think I know the answer to this, but I want to, I want to go for it. Most important mentor. And this one's going to be interesting for me. I like these five for you because I know you're into philosophy and learning and teaching. So, mentor that I know, related yeah. like this, it can be thing. Nah, doesn't you don't have to know who's my mum. Your mum, love that. My so, because you were saying your mum's a natural born hustler, hustler, and also values. Yeah, you can be a hustler, but you can be a scumbag. True, you know. But she taught me values, morals, how to respect, how to handle situations, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Did I listen half the time? No, I fucked up, made my own mistakes, but we'll get there. Nah, everyone makes them. It's about learning, you mm. know, reflecting, growing, moving forward. All right. See, I think, fuck, I think I know the one answer to this. I'm going to ask anyway. Greatest influencer on your hustle? My mum. Fuck, still mum. Yeah. Oh, Key, wow. Key, had a, Key had a very strong influence on me. Yep. Um, Key, had a very strong, Key had a very strong influence on being able to diversify mm. and also relationships. Key taught me a lot how to better hone in on relationships. That's what I learned True. about from Key. Key, like, he still shakes hands with people that he's known from 10 years ago that he doesn't even talk to because it's the level of respect factor that he gives. And he taught me that you have to – I've always been very respectful. And the good thing is because I'm an old soul, I get along with older people. Mm-hmm. But he taught me how to actually, like, value relationships and maintain them. And, and you don't have to be 
you don't have to there has to be no benefit in relationships every relationship i have i don't see any benefit in it if business comes from it it does so you so you seen my post the other day which one the relationship is the is more important than the product i think so there you go. So uh, I st- I st- make sure you like that. I need the likes. Man, I fucking share your things. <laughs> I like your things. Um, all right. This one's cool. Your biggest hustle mistake. Because you're only None. 24, bro. But None. You, yeah, see? None. This is how you know he's a real hustler. None. Every person who I ask that question to says the same thing. None. Because you know why? Every, every mistake has led me to the lessons that I've learned. 100%. You can't, you can't. I used to be, I used to be like... Why did it happen to me? Why me? Why me? But I just mm-hmm. changed. Try me now. What I learned from it, because you're always learning from from not even hustle, but relationships too. Relationships, um, situations in life. You, you have to. The world is your the world is your oyster in the sense that you can do whatever you want, but you have to be willing to grow and learn from whatever you want. This guy is smooth. You're very smooth. You can catch me on trippy <laughs> <laughs> All right, I like that. All right, man. Now, that was three. Was yeah, that two? was the third one. That was the third <laughs> one. Oh, oh. <laughs> now, this one here, I like. So you're, all, bro. I know you. You're all over social media. You know every account, and you, Do you know. Want to hear a funny story? Like. I hate social media. I know, but it's a if necessity could, now. If I if I could if if I if I had if I made millions like Sam millions, mm-hmm. I would disappear. I would get rid of social media. I actually, I hear that a lot. Actually, I used to I used to tell I used to say when I finish Compass, I'm going off social media. Yep. But social media is pivotal, man. Like, but I, I'm naturally I'm a very social person, but naturally I hate social media. I don't like showing off. Like I don't. But what, I, but why did, why does it have to be a show off? Because you're always constantly promoting yourself. But what I, what I've learned this year is you have to be authentically you. Hundred percent. I like. I, yeah, I have more for like. I like. I, ha- I hang out with people that wear hundred Javenchi tops, but I'm more comfortable in the white tee, black tee. Like, I think when you just your authentic self, the right people come into your life. It's very true because and business opportunities and the right things because you're getting somewhere at face like you're getting the product at its rawest element. No, no sh- extra sugar, no extra nothing. Like you're getting the product at the. I'm the. I'm. Up, you're right. I'm my mm. own product. I'm my own brand. Mm. I'm my raw settlement. That's why I swear. That's why I think. And the good thing is, in ten years' time, everyone's gonna, everyone's going to see the growth. Yeah, true. People look. The, the problem with our generation is, is they look at social media mm-hmm. and they think, oh, they see this, they see this, they see the cars, they see the girls, they see this. They don't see the. They don't see the shit that people used to have to do. I used to work twelve hour days. I know. They're not like not, not that. I mean, I'm nothing special. I like to be like I try to be humble. That's I'm nothing special, but like. You know, do you look at people with the crazy, crazy abs and stuff, and you're like, hey, these blokes don't have a fucking <laughs> half a million sit-ups. Yeah, you sure. know, well, ten thousand hours. You do one little fucking crunch, and you're like, where's my fucking abs? No, yeah, man. yeah. I think I think that's the negativity of social media, and we had this conversation again, like a few weeks back on the podcast. Social media can be a very powerful weapon with the right intention, and can be a very negative weapon with the wrong intention. Mm. And I think that's. Something I would like to see change. I don't know if we will see a change, but yeah, I'd like to see you know more real content. It is what it is. Show the show your scars. You know, show yeah, that's what that's what I love. I love. I don't give. I'll talk about how many fuck ups I've done. I'll talk about all the dumb stuff I've done. I've talked about like I don't care because at the at the end of the day, I'm gonna go into a box one day. That's how Mm. I see it. That's how I treat life. I'm going into a box either way. Yeah. Now, am I doing this world any service? Am I doing my family any service? If I'm just gonna be the fake me? No. Or am I gonna? Are they gonna remember my thing? Like fuck, you know what? Uh, like back to history. I like the. I love the the warrior who's got the armor, but you see all the battle scars on it. 
Yeah. You know, the, the smooth seas never made a, a skilled sailor. Mm. It's true. You know, it's true. You got to wear you got to wear your heart on your sleeve. You know? It is it is what it is, and we don't do that now. No. I think I think it's never been more important to do like to actually do that. But I don't think that we do. I think everyone's really caught up in the image that they think they need to perceive. Mm. Um, and for me, man, like I was getting hit up, you know, constantly, you know, business advice and things like that. And people people see what we do, and they, you know, if you're not from business or you haven't been too much, uh, you haven't been too involved in it. You look at it and it does look glorious. It's not glorious. Nah. It's it's great and I love doing it and I'll, I'll do it for the rest of my life, but it, it's a battle. See, I'm like you. Every day's a battle. I won't, I'll, I'll, I'll never retire. I couldn't no. retire. No, I won't. I won't retire. I'll go to the grave. Even if I have to do something little, I'll go to the grave. What's that saying you have on the top of your store? Which one? Better to, be, better to wear out than rust out. What are the no. <laughs> That's, but I, I love that. I've never heard that before. I like that. There's my, to be honest with you, that's like, Theodore Roosevelt, mate. Yeah, what a, I if, love if that. anyone's ever going to look at someone as inspired, go look at Theodore Roosevelt. What a man! Yeah, he did. He did big things for America. But he just had this attitude. Like, you know, go, people got to look at his story. His story is insane. Mm. I want to get him on the podcast. Shock, he's been dead for hundred years. <laughs> <laughs> All right, stop promoting. <laughs> go back ten years. You're fourteen. Why do I keep coming back to this fourteen-year-old <laughs> thing? I had a guy on last week. We we're talking about that. And he was fourteen. What would you tell yourself? Because you were hustling at 14 for sure. You were at Bay Vista, weren't you? Nothing. Nah. Nothing. Fucking bullshit. Yeah, you were 14, you are at Bay Vista. Yeah, but I was like, I was actually very switched on at 14. When, when I was in year 10, I was mm. working at Bay Vista. I would save my money like crazy. I walked into Calibre, and back mm. then Calibre was very expensive. Yeah, it was. I walked into Calibre by myself as a 14-year-old. Mm-hmm. Wait, when's year 10? I think I was 16. 15. 15. I was 15, 15. in year 10 because I was younger. Yep. 15, I walked into Calibre. And I bought my own, I bought my own uh, suit, my year ten formal suit. Mm-hmm. Then I went into Guess and bought a nice watch as well. They were freaking out. So yeah, where'd you get this money? Yeah. And I say I worked and I saved. You have to work and save, especially when you're young. So, if if I could go back and tell myself one thing, I'd probably say read more. Yeah, that, see that's see that's what I want you to share. Of you course, know? we don't read, we don't research, but you need to. You, you have to, like, you don't have to, you don't, you don't, you don't realize how powerful reading is. Even if you you can read twenty pages and get one line. 100%. That one line is just like 100%. impact you and be like, what the fuck? Like I was reading a book today. No, no, I read a book the other day and I read it on my whiteboard. The, the one line is like, again, it goes to manifestation. Like you have to feel, our brain doesn't know the difference between reality and our imagination. Our brain doesn't know the difference between like, reality and No, I don't think I explained it right. Like our brain doesn't know the difference of feeling. Like for example, if I, if I feel, if I won, it, yep. I'll do it with my house, like the house that I want, I'm going to move. Like, also, words are very powerful too. Yeah. How you how you talk, like I can say I'm gonna or I will. I will. I will 100%. is more powerful. So, my brain. If I say, um, if I picture in my head and I feel like I've I've gotten the keys to my new place, that feeling, my brain doesn't know the difference mm-hmm. of that and actually having it. He thinks I've already got it because in my body I've started that feelings. It's feelings, are, emotions are very powerful. When when you're young, when you're younger, because you remember punch buggy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Your, your mo- every time you're in a car, your mind is conditioned to look for a punch buggy. <laughs> so if you train, if you train, if if that's what it's like, and if we go to, if we go modern day times, this is how I explain to my 13 year old brother the law of attraction. Yep. I said to him on Instagram, he likes basketball. Yep. And shock Instagram models with big booties. <laughs> <laughs> They're definitely related. Yeah. Um, he will go. He was on thing, and I was he was upset at a game. He was losing it at 2K NBA. Yep. And I'm like, I think you don't. Know. And he kept losing, kept losing, kept losing. 
I said, you don't understand something. He's like, what? He got aggressive. Shocked that I slapped him, but he got aggressive. <laughs> this guy's going to jail. A- anyway, no, nah, mate, old school. And it, um, he's 18, not 14. Don't call dogs. Um, he's 12. But he's like, he, he got aggressive. And I said to him, let me ask you something. When you win and you feel good and you think, what happens? I like, oh, keep winning. Yeah. Like, All right. When you're angry and you feel sad, what happens? Like, I keep losing. I said, on Instagram, when you constantly, because they're in that age and that era, I'm mm-hmm. like, on Instagram, when you're constantly liking photos of basketball, basketball, what happens on your home feed? He's like, it's all basketball, basketball, basketball. That's right. I'm like, so in your 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 mind, your your Instagram algorithm is exactly like your mind. If you focus on the good, the good, the good, your life will project the good, the good, the good. Now, 100%. life is also a battleground, but you have to learn to to find glory in dancing in the rain. But if you focus on the negatives, that's why you see people who are negative, negative people, and all of like, fuck. Everything. Why is it always you that or this happens and that happens? It's always you. Hundred percent. Because what happens is their mind is so attracted to negativity. Mm. When you focus on when you and when you focus on ne- uh, positivity and you focus on the, that's why you see people from nothing end up with everything in life. Because when you focus on the things you want, you gravitate towards it. When you fo- when you get in the car. You want to get that punch buggy before your brother or sister gets that punch buggy. So you're going to focus on it. Mm-hmm. So what's the difference? So if you're looking for a punch buggy, what's the difference with your goals? What's the difference with the things you want in life? Yeah, it's true. You, you, you can't do negative. You can't do negative whatsoever. You're going to have, look, you're going to have shit days. That's life. 100%. But you can't bathe in that negativity. No, I, for me, we just, that's it. We just have a mantra. We don't do negative. Something negative comes up, it's, an, it's unavoidable. Negative shit will come up. It has to be in and out in 30 minutes, no longer. Like, it's gone. You're going to have to smash through that brick wall, mm-hmm. pick those bricks up, recycle them, and build yourself up higher. I like that. I like that. Is that from a book? No, that's actually... I just came up with that. <laughs> I can talk some shit sometimes, but what's that one I actually like. That one I like. What's the book that's motivated you and influenced you the most? There has to be one. I've got one that changed my whole outlook on everything. To, to be honest with you, with this whole, because you know what, like you would know, it's nerve-wracking getting on a podcast. It's, it's nerve-wracking getting in front of things. And yeah. also, it's the fear of, fuck, what are people going to say about me? What are, like, I'm talking shit, I'm talking crazy, I'm, talk, I'm being myself. What are people going to say about me? The thing that, the thing that changed, the, the book that changed my life, I've read it multiple times, um, Think and Grow Rich. I haven't read that. You know, all the books I've got, I've never read that book. It, Think and Grow Rich has to be it's very old but if, if you apply the methods of it you'll you'll be surprised yeah i've man, i've never like i've never read it i've heard great things about it and i just haven't got to Have it you read, what would you read oh we're gonna get you into reading he only reads <laughs> sales reports libo memes he only reads sales <laughs> reports and customer lists very very good business very very good businessman so for me i read a book i read um was actually written by the founder of mcdonald's the franchise system mm-hmm. It was called Behind the Arches. And what I've seen in that book, see, I don't know about you, like growing up in a family business, especially if you're into business, mm. I always looked at my family business as the worst business in the world. I'm thinking like, why are we doing this? How come these guys can do it right? How come, we, how come we're doing it wrong? And it wasn't until I read Behind the Arches um, by Ray Kroc, it changed everything for me. Like this guy who had 60 or 70 stores and another 30 or 40 being built, and he was broke. Not yeah. a dollar in the bank. He actually had to sit all his suppliers around a table and say, listen, we're fucked. 
we got no money to pay you guys, but I need you to lend me money so I can finish building these stores so we can make money to pay you. And I looked at that and I said, and that's what that's what changed the whole thing for me when I look at major companies. You look at major companies like, we're small, they're massive, they're doing something right, we're doing something wrong. When you look at it, they've got they've got more problems than anyone else, mm. you know. But they they hustle through. And um, well, uh, people who are multi-millionaires, billionaires, they got more problems than us. Hundred percent. Every every different level call, calls for a different devil. Yeah, true. I like that. Isn't that? Do you know what I mean? You're on fire tonight. Hey, it's, it's the Just Hustle podcast. I have to bring my <laughs> A game. I bring my A plus game. On truth be told, but <laughs> all right. Before he keeps promoting, we're going to leave. <laughs> But um yeah every like but the thing that I lo- the thing that I love about McDonald's is people don't realize this mm. they're a real estate company they are yeah, that's yeah, that's their like my cousins have McDonald's shocked oh really they're also Greek shocked oh wow but like that's a mad franchise to be involved with and but like he again he he started my uh, my uncle or he's not my he's my cousin's cousin but when they were McDonald's they're your cousin um <laughs> the the man thing the man thing is my uncle he started from the ground up. Like he started at the register, mm-hmm. went to McDonald's University because they have the university. Yeah, they and do. Stuff. It's like a nine month program. Yeah, yeah went yeah. to McDonald's and then he just worked his way and bought one. And then I think now they got quite a few. Yeah, that one in Parramatta at one stage in the Westfields. What the McDonald's? Yes. Oh, uh, actually, oh, so your so your cousin's cousin owned the McDonald's in Parramatta. Yeah, oh, in wow. in the Westfields. Oh wow, wow. Um, Very legitimate character calling me. <laughs> Man, we can go on all night, eh? Fuck. I think what we'll do we have to split into two. Yeah, that's all right. That's it, bro. Adrian, thanks for saying a lot on the show today. Hey, Adrian, you mean and, um, I never mean. knew how much of a man of many words you are. <laughs> he's not usually this quiet. That's why we invited him on. But I'm not normally this talkative. Oh, <laughs> it's really interesting, man. I was just listening. That was, was only half a story, man. What was your favourite part? You know what? I actually wanted to ask you. Talk to me. You've been <laughs> asking questions all night, bro. I, I know. I know. <laughs> Is it awkward yeah. working in the adult shop? Family. Let- I mean, but like... I don't actually work with family. There's only one person in the store at a time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Working, working, and uh, look, I'll quickly touch on it. Working, working in an adult store had to be working in an adult store has been one of the best things in my life. People don't realize how powerful being able to break down barriers is. Mm. I can speak to anybody. Like, as I've had people, I've had, I've had women come in with their best friends, and they're like, "I'm never like 40, 50, I'm never gonna buy a toy. Fuck this, fuck this, blah blah blah." Mm-hmm. Shocked that they walk out two hundred dollars later. That's <laughs> that because my my, my, my job is is not to sell. My job is to educate. When I educate people, you got you got to stop saying that. <laughs> Why? Because we're getting, everyone's getting the wrong idea about it. Well, How do you educate in an okay. adult store? Uh, let me tell you, the store's at three two two, the Kingsway Kangba. Come in and I'll teach you how I educate. <laughs> <laughs> not then, not in a sleazy manner. We're, we're, we're shutting the show down before we get shut down. <laughs> Joe, Joe's got fifteen <laughs> messages from his wife. That's it. He's, she's lost it. Thanks, guys, for coming. Thanks, guys, for coming Thank in. Thank you and, for having uh, me. Watching the show, man. But we're definitely going to get you two. back. We're definitely going to do a part two, bro. And that whole part two is on a whole different topic. You're the one who kept bringing the eggplants up, mate. I just I don't know fruit company. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Catch you next Overgrown time. Overgrown eggplants. <laughs> <Bye. Okay. laughs>